This is Commercial Real Estate School, featuring real-world insight and expertise from some of the most successful commercial real estate professionals in the country. Here's your host, Kyle and Sarah. Have you ever wanted to own a slice of a skyscraper, multifamily asset, or industrial warehouse? You see, billionaires have long used real estate investments to build and protect their wealth. And that's because the rules of real estate investing have traditionally favored the rich until now. Lex is a new way to invest in real estate. The truth is the best commercial real estate deals are hard to find. Unless you're an accredited investor or have some other type of access. I mean, even then you've got things like crowdfunding, REITs, and sky-high investment minimums to choose from. Until Lex. Lex IPOs building so you can start investing today. By taking buildings public, Lex has created a new way for you to invest in marquee commercial real estate. Build a portfolio by picking the buildings you want to invest in. Each building gets a stock chart, a ticker symbol, and trades just like other stocks. You can even hold these shares in your existing brokerage account after the IPO. And as a shareholder, you can get paid dividends flowing from the rent paid by tenants, earning you tax-advantaged passive income. Unlike other platforms, you can freely trade in and out of your positions without lockups or holds. You can get started today in just minutes and start exploring Lex's live and upcoming IPOs. So head over to lex-markets.com, sign up using the code CREschool, and get a $50 bonus when you deposit at least $500. Again, that's lex-markets.com, code CREschool. Lex, real estate investing for all. All right, Allison, offense versus defense. I love the, the sports play here. Uh, <laughs> recruiting versus retention. Let, let's get into that a little bit. Absolutely. So people reach out to me all day long because they know that I'm great at recruiting. And oftentimes when I sit down with clients and I really get to know them, I get to know their businesses, their platforms, their value proposition, I, the conversation dynamic changes. And the conversation that I'm having is, how happy are your people today? What is the friction that exists within your organization? How can we make people mm. happier so they stay longer? Because I look at recruiting, like imagine an organization is like a boat. And if you're recruiting in a boat with a bunch of holes in it, you are going to be, you're going to spend more of your time bailing water. You're not going mm. to get very far into the ocean or into the lake. And if you focus on staying on shore a little bit longer and fixing the retention issues, AKA the holes in your boat, you're going to be much more successful at recruiting and you're not going to spend at such exorbitant rates as you would constantly replacing a revolving door of positions. So I think yeah. the time that we spend thinking about retention, thinking about how do we make our companies better places to work? How do we increase the length of time that people stay within our organizations? And some of that is also to those early career paths. How do we, how do we show people that they can have more than an 18 month or 24 month stint with our company? We are going to be endlessly more effective because retention does directly affect recruiting. And you can see it all over Glassdoor. You can see it even in looking at LinkedIn profiles and how long people are on average staying with companies. Mm. You're much better off focusing on fixing retention before you hit the street to go recruit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm one of them. Uh, you know, yes. I, I have been 18 months in almost every place I've been. So it, 
to yeah. me, it, the situation though, like the, uh, I guess onboarding or, or mm -hmm. whatever, you know, cause you know, it's basically like, Hey, you know, come here and, and do business. Yeah. There you go. Here's everybody. Let's get to work. <laughs> That's sure. basically what it's like. Uh, aside from, <laughs> aside from that, you know, uh, scenario, what are some things that um, brokerages can do to, I guess, make this uh, a more an enjoyable and a more pleasant place to work that you actually want to stay? What are some things that, that the leaders in this industry are doing right now? Absolutely. So I'm just going to take one category, and that category is technology. Technology can mm. improve and automate certain functions that people are doing across our industry almost completely manually. And I don't know what mm. the resistance is to technology, but even implementing a tool such as Calendly, if you are booking site tours, if you have an asset that is on the market and you have a million site tours to coordinate, even just using a tool like Calendly to automate and allow people to choose times that work for them, that also work for your team, saves the endless back and forth, the canceling, the rescheduling, the renegotiating of calendars, all of that. That's just one small example, but I think technology offers us a lot of different opportunities to improve mm. the experience of our employees. And sometimes it does come with a cost, but if the cost, is your team member's happiness. If it, if the cost is, you know, I'm going to pay $20 a month or I'm going to pay a couple hundred dollars annually to automate this part of this person's job, what am I freeing them up to do that's more strategic, that's more about mm. creating value for my business? We have a tremendous asset in our people and oftentimes they're bogged down and in the weeds with tasks that could be fully automated or at least partially automated by technology and i think we should be exploring our workflows to make sure that we are leveraging our people and our talent in the best way uh, possible that's great and not to mention it's you know here the same thing obviously in the restaurant business um that mm -hmm. you know people can't get people to stick around they can't get people to to, to stay for any period of time yes. Uh, aside from the, the the pain of just constantly trying to you know keep keep everybody in house and, and making them want to you know build their career there, it's expensive, right? It's expensive yes. to lose people and have to bring new people on, right? That's a huge, massive expense as opposed to you know filling figuring out some of these technology pieces that might help you out a little bit more. For sure. And so here's one question you can ask: as long as you're bold and not afraid of the answer, is when people are frustrated, ask them what is the worst part of your job and be open mm. to receiving whatever they have to say. That will mm. teach you a lot about your organization. And a lot of the reason that we're experiencing turnover at the rate that we are is people don't have the tolerance for the worst parts of their job that they might've had pre-COVID. COVID has made mm. people really reconsider how willing they are to stay in environments that are high friction. So if you can ask people, what's the worst part of your job? If you can listen and say, I, I really appreciate you being candid with me. I don't have a solution right now. I'd love to take a week and let's set up a follow-up conversation on XYZ date so we can talk about some potential solutions. I'll come with ideas, you come with ideas, mm -hmm. and let's make this better together. Guys, thank you so much for supporting Commercial Real Estate School and our inaugural season. You know, the show was really just kind of popped in my head as a way to sort of fill that gap that exists in the industry where there's, I feel that there's not enough training. There's not enough forward thinking conversations happening. So um, we are very, very happy with where we've ended up. 
in our first season. Had some great friends on, some great forward-thinking uh, commercial real estate professionals. And I hope you guys learn as much as I did. Looking forward to what we have going on in 2023. We're going to have some more great guests. We're going to bump up our social media presence. We're going to be out doing live shows. So it's really turning into something. And that's all because you guys are supporting the show. So I'm very grateful for that. And as we near the end of the year here, just want to say happy holidays to everyone. And here's to a prosperous 2023. All right, guys. Thank you again. And uh, see you out there.